Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. Guys, I have an update. I've been outside. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes, uh. I've been outside having the best time of my life. Mm. Um, if you see me, you're not really seeing me, okay? Mm. We're just going to act like you don't see me. And whatever you see, just look me in the eye and we have an agreement, okay? Just shh. I love this for you. I love this for you. You come so Thank far you. this entire year. You know, you just we've been going through a lot. And now, yeah, yeah when she says she outside, she outside. I'm outside. I'm having so much fun. I and my it. best friend is by my side. Mm. So it makes everything even more fun. Unfortunately for me, though, um, you know. What do you mean, unfortunately? I'm quite the opposite this week. Girl, <laughs> no, guys, I think um, this past week I was just going through something like just really internally. Like I was just like, you know, I stay outside, so that wasn't an issue. But like as I just finally had time to reflect on what was happening with me, I feel like I finally just had time to just like slow down, mm-hmm. think about everything. And it put me in a little bit of like a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Um, Something was in the air and I just wasn't feeling like myself. And my friend actually, shout out to Inzamam. He said in Bengali, they have a term called Oshanti, which roughly translates to general inexplicable feeling of discomfort or unease. And there's basically been just a lot of Oshanti in the air. Um, <laughs> and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but that's how I felt. I just felt really um, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like a TikTok that was like, you know, when you are starting to go through your healing process and your growth process, you kind of have to like lose the person that you used to be. And for me, as I was going through like uh, family problems this week as well, and just learning to be able to set my boundaries, I was really having a hard time letting go of my past self. And Mm. I was kind of conflicted with myself this entire week. So I was just really down. And um, I, when I'm, whenever I'm feeling that way, I always make sure to just avoid people because mm-hmm. one thing I don't want to do is make someone else's day terrible because I'm having a terrible day. Oh. Just because so many people have done it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Kristen came out on Instagram and said that recently. That's crazy. I didn't even realize like, yeah. you were doing that this week and I literally put that on Instagram yeah. this week. Like, do, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a nasty day, don't be a nasty person. Yep. Wow. And that hit me hard because I was like, thank God I've been trying to avoid people because that old Liana, mm-hmm. that was like my MO. If mm-hmm. I'm having a shitty day, because growing up, that's how it was. Anybody who's having a crappy day in my household, mm-hmm. we take it out on each other. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, that's what I'm, I've been known to do. So like now that I'm trying to heal myself from that and let go of that problem, I can't, I, I don't really know how to go about it. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay away from everyone because I don't want to shit on anybody else just because I'm feeling, I'm feeling shitty. And that brings us into our topic today, which is projection. projection. Yes. So today I really want to talk about, and Kristen too. It was Kristen's idea. We just wanted to talk about how we need to avoid just projecting our emotions onto other people, yeah. people who don't even deserve it. Yeah, so to define projection real quick, for those of you that don't know, um, it refers to unconsciously taking unwanted emotions or traits that you don't like about yourself and attributing them to someone else. And a common example is like a cheating spouse. I know we've been through this before. Mm-hmm. When the person you're with is constantly accusing you of cheating on of that of you cheating on them because they're the ones that are actually cheating on you. Mm. So that's just a good example, but what it relates to today is what was going on on social media between Wendy Williams and Miss Tabitha Brown. Okay. My woman, my yeah. lady. She said, "Thank you, Lord." Put some respect on Tabitha Brown's name. Yeah. This is a podcast that stands for Miss Tabitha Brown. Absolutely. She gave Wendy Williams the most graceful, the read. most blessful mm. read I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I walked away no, trying to figure out if she violated her or was nice to her. Yeah, like 
I was like, wait, Tabitha, what you saying right now? She was like, bless her. With all that being said, mind your goddamn exactly. business. <laughs> it was a really good read because of the way it was done. Yeah. If you guys don't know what happened, basically to summarize it, um, Tabitha Brown used to be very... Uh, not very poor, but she was poor. And so um, she had her husband become a police officer Mm -hmm. um, in order to support their family while she chased after her dreams of being Mm -hmm. an actor and just being in Hollywood. Um, Tabitha Brown turned into a TikTok sensation during quarantine and she got a huge uh, just career boost. And Instagram. Yeah, and Instagram too as well. Uh, So on all platforms, she basically became this huge influencer and now she has an abundance of wealth. Uh, Everything that she prayed for has now come true and she was able to retire her husband from the police police force because he didn't want to be there in the first place. Yeah. She announced this information and Wendy Williams ugly ass not ugly meaning her face but like yeah. her soul wendy yeah. williams is a terrible soul and she knows that everybody knows that and yet we everyone continues to watch the show anyways i'm not getting off topic um wendy williams took it upon herself to turn around and say oh there's going to be problems in the marriage oh we all know where that's going yeah she predicts that the marriage is gonna fail in the next few years because tabitha's retiring her husband yeah just because uh, she apparently she's still in the 19th, maybe even 18th century, doesn't understand that a woman can work and retire her man. First of all, what man doesn't want to be a stay-at-home dad? Don't be cheating on me now. But what man doesn't be a stay-at-home dad? Like, hello? Come but on. That was the whole problem. Okay, two things. Number one, I personally, like, I feel where Leanna's coming from. And a lot of people have this opinion on Wendy Williams that she's horrible because she talks about people and she makes money from it. But at the same time, like... I grew up listening to Wendy Williams on the radio on my way to school and the Steve Harvey show, okay? Mm -hmm. But um, I think that her career path is very interesting. She's come into a position where it wasn't easy for her to get to in the first place. Women MCs, women in radio, Mm -hmm. women talk shows, that wasn't common when she was coming up. And she became like pretty much an overnight like radio show host because she worked so effing hard. Mm -hmm. And when she met her husband... Um, he was just a very controlling man. She allowed him to take over the finances, everything she was doing, all of her bookings, all of her career, and it spiraled because he ended up being a horrible man. The things that he did in his marriage, disgusting. Absolutely. But other than that, I feel like that's why at the end of the day, I think what Tabitha did was beautiful because I don't think that Wendy Williams is a horrible person. I think that she's let her circumstances get the best of how she sees and perceives life. Mm. life. And, like, that's what my issue is with her. I don't think that she has a bad soul because people actually then have conversations with Wendy. And they're like, you're a great person, but why did you talk about me like this? Why did you do this? It's her job. I'm not coming on here to, like, rip down people that rip her down because that's not how I feel. I do feel like she said absolutely abhorrent things about people. But at the same time, like, we all talk about people. Of course. She just gets paid to do it. And she will talk about celebrities, which... In my opinion, even though sometimes it's it's messed up, the things that she says, this is what she gets paid to do. And you are a celebrity. You're going to get read. Now, Miss Tabitha Brown, in this instance, I feel is different. This woman is full of peace and love and graciousness. And for Wendy Williams to get on air mm. and drag her in her marriage because... Wendy Williams' marriage didn't work out the way she expected it to. She was? Projecting. Period. That's all she was doing. And I felt like what you did this week is interesting because I feel like in one way, even though like you did something really great by like avoiding people to avoid projecting, but I think we often do it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important part. I don't think Wendy Williams got on air and was like consciously 
you know, projecting her life onto Tabitha Brown. I don't think it was a conscious thing. What? What do you think? I don't, don't agree. Why not? I just, I don't feel like, I mean, consciously she wasn't, I guess so she didn't realize what she was doing. I don't think she But was. at the same time, that's her whole career. She bases everything she says over her, on her own life experiences. And that, in a way, is projecting. Like, that's when she gets on air. I mean, I don't watch the show religiously, so I don't really know. But every time I see Wendy Williams, she's talking about somebody else because she's she has either gone through it or something. Like, there was a clip. There's a clip that's going around um, mm-hmm. TikTok right now. That's, it's jokes, but it's also not funny. Mm-hmm. She literally turns to someone and goes, how'd you get so skinny? And then she's like, the girl, like, doesn't say anything. And she goes, are you bulimic? Wendy Williams was absolutely bulimic at, at one point. Wow. That's like, you... She goes, oh, no, the girl, that's not the way. How, how do you even fix your mouth to ask someone yeah, a question like that, that knowing what you went through it's kind of just maybe maybe she you're right she's not she's sub- subconsciously mm-hmm. projecting but at the same time she's also just mad insensitive to people's situations yeah. i don't we can talk about that, that i do agree with yeah. you on. i do agree that she's insensitive um but i also feel like there's a fine line because what wendy does is like she will like see something that goes on in social media or in pop culture and she'll speak on it yeah i don't think that every time she does it she's doing it from a place of like i've been through this so i know how it's gonna go i think some of it is dead ass what we all do which Mm. is sit on our couch and be like that wasn't a good move Mm, or i don't like that i don't like the way she dressed or why would she be with this guy right after this guy we all do it so i don't think it's projection a lot of her clips are also her looking from the inside out and being like giving advice on what she would do if she were in that situation and i think people would say that that's why a lot of people even though a lot of People hate her. A lot of people love her. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's a lot of there's a lot of situations she speaks on, which we all say the same shit about. I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have dressed that way. He cheated on you for the ninth time and you're staying. Mm. So like we Chloe all girl. think of that. Get your ass on. See? <laughs> <laughs> but that brings me to my thing. So where do we draw the line between advice mm. and production? Where's the line? This is I feel so bad, but it's it all comes from the inner work you have to do on yourself. You have to understand. Am I giving this person advice because this is what I would do or this is what I recommend them to do? Or am I giving this person advice based on something that, you know, I have a feeling on? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when people come to you for advice, they want your opinion. Your opinion, not realizing it, is based on Mm -hmm. your past experiences. Mm -hmm. This line is a little bit harder to define for me personally because... I want to give you advice based on what I've been through. So what I'm saying is the same thing as Wendy. Mm -hmm. Here's what I did. It went wrong or it went right. You try it out. You Mm -hmm. see if it works. Because at the end of the day, I don't know the actual solution to it. I just know the path that I would take. Mm -hmm. Projection, though, if we're going back to it, is like unconsciously taking unwanted emotions. When I'm giving advice, I'm consciously saying what I'm Mm -hmm. thinking and what I've been through. Projecting, for me, I wouldn't say is is closer to advice because... When I think of it, growing up, a lot of projection that I had on myself was my mom's worries onto me. What she had been through, she was she didn't want me to go through. So her experiences were projected onto you. Right. So you kind of adopted the same thing? Not really. Okay. It was more so like she was constantly telling me... What she was worried about? What she was worried about. Uh-huh. Telling me, like, projecting her worries, meaning, like, she was overprotective. Like, so because she was so worried, she was overprotective. Okay. That's one way of projection. But at the same time, it's also, like, when I think of it, I'm thinking, when you're having a bad day, like, literally, if she was ever having a bad day when we were younger, everyone knows I used to get beat all the time. But when she was having a bad day, and she even apologized to me to this day, she would come home and take it out on us. Mm -hmm. One, that's projection. 
right through beatings but two it's like emotionally she would come home and just be so like angry at all the little things that were happening around the house mm-hmm. and when i was younger i would say oh my god i like i can't stand when she does this she's so mean she's so mean she's so mean like it, i just had to understand that it wasn't personal yeah. and growing up i had to realize that like it's just not personal advice to me is personal advice is like this is my personal experience so i'm telling you what i should do the only other time though is what i would say is my mom has this weird thing and like a lot of people in my family do this or just like a lot of people in my life. So like a, a simple example of this going up was like, let's say I have a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And my friend is currently single. When I ask her about dating advice, mm-hmm. she's saying, you just need to be single. Work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to work on who you are mm-hmm. and figure out what your singleness can do for you because you are an independent, strong black woman. Do you, boo-boo, right? Now, a couple weeks later, that same friend is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to her for dating advice. When are you going to find a man? Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? There ain't no men out here. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I got a good one. Mm-hmm. Why can't you find a man? It's not that hard. It was hard a couple weeks ago for yeah. you. A couple weeks ago, I needed to focus on myself and get better on myself. This is what I sometimes do as projection. That yeah. isn't advice. Yeah. That's you are going to do something. Yeah. You know you need to stay single in that moment. So you're telling me to do the same thing. Right. Go to hell. Yeah. That was a good example. Thank you. Um, For me, the difference between the two over the years, like, has changed. Yeah. So as much as I think it's, like, I'm giving you something based on what I'm going through or, like, my previous experiences, how many times do I say to you when you ask me for advice, I know how you are, so this is what I would do if I were you? Mm-hmm. Because, I and, like... I think that was one of the hardest things for me to change, like being a friend. Yeah. Because honestly, it's very difficult to like come out of your own situation and look at somebody else's situation, especially because if you're in a situation, you don't want to feel alone. Absolutely. It's like when somebody fails a test or like you fail a test and you want to make sure that you're not the only one that failed because you don't want to feel like you're that fucking dumb. Absolutely. So you're like... <laughs> Uh, everybody else failed, right? What'd the class you get? average. What was the class average? <laughs> you know what I mean? The same way you have friends that are like really brave and like, not brave, but like really outspoken and then you have friends that are super quiet. Right. You cannot give advice to your super like quiet friends the same way I would give advice to myself. When I talk to all of my other friends, I have one friend in particular, Kiara Lee, shout out to you. I know you're pissed that I just said your middle name, mm-hmm. but She's very non-confrontational. I was just about to say that. Hates confrontation. Mm-hmm. This is this like I need to remind myself of this when I give advice to my friends. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell your non-confrontational friends to, to confr- just say it. Yo, or just go confront the situation. Just say it. Just do it. No, you just do it. Yeah. Because you know I can't. You know I'm just not like that. Bro, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so guilty of that. Yeah. It's it's way easier for certain people than it is for others. Yeah. And so I definitely feel you when you say, I feel like projection is i mean i feel like advice is personal Mm -hmm. projection is not is not you know what i realized too distinguishing the two i realized that you cannot take advice from everyone and that was a hard thing for me growing up i was like i went around to every single one of my friends and when i was younger i had mad friends bro so i would go around to every single one of my friends about one situation like what should i do what should i do what should i do what should i do shut your ass up leanna stop asking everyone for advice because one not everyone knows everything two some people are projecting, not giving you advice. Yeah. And I, you can't... Most I, I, people are projecting, Most people are projecting advice. and not giving advice. And I couldn't distinguish the two at the time. Yeah. And sometimes I still can't. And three, it's just like, not everyone's good at giving advice. Yeah. Not Everybody everyone, can't give advice. It takes a couple... Like, like, Kristen said a key thing. She said, I know you. A lot of people do not know me. So how can they give me advice on my situation if you don't know me? If you don't know my situation, I can explain to you. But at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're like not familiar with how I act and the way I move, like 
you can't tell me what you or do. Or your personality. My yeah. personality as well, as well. Because it comes to, I'm very confrontational. So if you tell me to just do it, I'm like, bam, right. I'm going to do that shit. I'm going to say that. Right. Wait, let me write it down. Right. Can you say that? Right. Word for, <laughs> bar for bar. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I don't care. But even for my sister, like, she's not confrontational. Mm-hmm. She'll peep shit and fall back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to realize that, like, when she's telling me, like, she will always tell me, just peep it and move, move differently. My sister knows me like crazy. Mm-hmm. So... For her, like, she used to tell me this all the time. She knows how I move now. But, like, before she really understood how I was, she would always tell me, just peep shit and fall back. One thing about me, I'm not going to peep nothing mm-hmm. and fall back. <laughs> I'm going to peep shit. And fall forward. Fall forward. Yeah. Head first. Dive into it. Because I'm going to say something. Okay? One thing about me, I'm going to get it off my chest. Word. Okay? I don't play. So, like, when I when I was getting advice, I always realized that, you know, I had to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. With projection, if I could tell someone's like, you know, projecting onto me, I'm like, all right, I'm just not even going to take this person right now. But with advice, take that shit with a grain of salt because people don't know what they be talking about and they like to talk. That's yeah. that's a terrible combination. Well, I'm not going to lie. Like, to relate this to our real friendship, I was struggling a few months ago. Absolutely. Leanna is going, like, we talked about on the podcast, so I'm not outing anything. I'm weak. She was, like, going through a transition where she wasn't sure what she wanted to do necessarily in, like, dating life. Right. Um, like when it came to like sleeping with people and not sleeping with people, dating, going on dates with people that we know, whatever. And it was hard to give advice because I literally kept saying, what do you want to do? Yeah. And like, that's also part of, as somebody like being on the other side of it, if you're receiving advice, mm-hmm. you have to know at least where you're, where you want to start. If you don't have a starting period, you can literally listen to any end of the spectrum. You that's could, exactly how it was because I didn't know myself. And, and like for me, I felt guilty because I kept giving her advice because even though I do know her, like, she didn't know what she wanted at the time. Yeah. So it's really hard to give advice sometimes. And as a friend that's giving advice, make sure that you're asking them what they want. And if we're giving advice on giving advice to your friends, um, don't be mad at them when they don't fucking listen to you. Because I don't listen. I think that, like, sometimes you think you know what you want until you're in a situation. And yep. then you realize that's not what you wanted. Yep. So, like, you have to give your friends a grace period. And then when they don't listen to you, that is not the time now to start projecting start mm. being like you did this wrong i wouldn't have done that i told you not to do that this is not the right decision for you like you can't start beating them up for making decisions as they're going because a lot of times especially when it comes to interpersonal relationships you just have to go with it like you have to go off of what's being given to you another thing i would add because you know without with us it's never the last thing so <laughs> another thing i would add just giving your friends advice is also realizing that your friends probably have the answer inside them. They just need to be guided towards the answer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you did a lot of the times. It was like open-ended advice where it's like, hey, here's what I would do. Here's what I think you should do. What do you think you should do? That last question is super important because mm-hmm. a lot of the times I know the answers inside me. Oh, she knows. Even when you go even when you go to therapy, you just need someone to validate your feelings. Yeah. You need someone to validate Child. Yeah, who you what you're saying and what you already know. Yeah. Just in the in the moment you're having that self-doubt. Yeah. So a lot of the times when I approach you with these things, I know what the hell I want to do. And I literally will be like, you know what you want to do. Yeah. And she'll start laughing and I'll be like, so get out of here. Yeah. Get out of my face. I just need someone to be like, word, you're right. I'm like, yeah. word, I'm right. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> like While we're hitting all the right points of projection on advice, I do want to talk about like just emotional projection as well. Mm-hmm. Because that is something that we see every single day. When, Like I said, when my mom would come home and be angry and take it out on us, that's projection. You also have to realize that when someone's in a bad mood, I do want to go back to what you said on your Instagram. When someone's in a bad mood, 
you can't just go around shitting on everybody else. I remember my mom told me in fifth grade, because, you know, sometimes you do give a good advice. I'll give her that. <laughs> Shout outs to you, lady. But when I was in fifth grade, I would come home and I have like, real, like, I used to have real anger management problems. And I would come home and I'd be so angry all day. Like, just come home from a mad ass day, bro. <laughs> And I in would tell her grade, in y'all. fifth grade. Oh, I had, I needed help up until like high school. <laughs> nope, still do. Never mind. But <laughs> I would come home and I tell her about my day. I'd be like, and this person was mean to me, and this person gave me an attitude, and this person was talking to me rude, and da da da. da. And she looked at me and she said, "If you meet more than two assholes, maybe even one asshole in a day, you have to uh, like evaluate who the asshole is in the situation mm-hmm. because sometimes you don't realize it, but your tone of voice is causing somebody else to have a different tone of voice mm-hmm. and your attitude is causing somebody else to have an attitude mm-hmm. with you. So how about you go back in your day? She's also a social worker. So this is why she was able to help mm-hmm. me. But she was like, how about you go back in your day and evaluate how you came, how you approached them mm-hmm. and how you were feeling. And every single time it was me being pissed off at something that happened in the morning. Uh, me just yeah. not wanting to be there or me just, and you know, not, I won't say every single time because some people are just mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they, to this day, yeah, to this day, they would just, they would pick on me and stuff like that. And you know, I get into little fights here and mm-hmm. there and it wasn't about projection. It was literally just about, well, they could have been projecting onto me, but I don't know. I was too young to remember. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the times when I looked back, it was me just being so angry um, yeah. at life. I was yeah. really, really, Coming I, in hot. Yeah. I was a really angry child. There's one picture. It's so funny. We were at my aunt's house and <laughs> everyone's smiling in the picture and I'm sitting there like slouching my face down because <laughs> I was so, I was such an angry kid and I didn't realize that a lot of the anger that, and a lot of the problems that I was causing when I was younger was because of my own energy, energy yeah. that I was projecting onto others. Yeah. And that's when I realized like, I have a lot of inner work to do and I think so many people don't realize that what they're, what they're doing when it comes to emotionally projecting. Yeah, I think even though it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Um, part of that is learning to live in the moment mm. because focusing on the moment instead of focusing on the past and like why you are the way you are allows you to make time to just focus on now and how you want to behave in a current situation. Like even the night we talked about this a few weeks ago when my blind date basically mm. flopped. Um, Leanna kept asking, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm disappointed. But like, I want to go out. I want to have fun. Like if I worried every time I got upset about somebody that like dubbed me, lied to me, played me, I would be miserable every single day. It would stop you sometimes from like doing anything. So instead, like I just advise trying to stay in the moment so that you stop projecting old energy into current situations. Mm -hmm. I know it's really hard sometimes, even when we're dating now. Leanna and I are trying to make conscious decisions about how we move with new men that come into our lives so that we're not taking old situations and making this an old situation. Yes, sir. Literally last night, I met this really nice guy and I was texting him last night when we got in bed and I was like, he's really nice, Leanna. And, she go- and I was like, I'm scared. She goes, now she's being traumatized. No, literally. Like, because you're not used to like the nicest. So I want to, for my ladies, at my ladies listening, please... Hear me closely. If you meet a guy and he's really nice to you and he starts giving you all these compliments and he starts telling you how beautiful you are, how nice you are, how funny you are, how lighthearted you are, how much energy you have, don't start telling him what's wrong with you. Yep. Don't start being like, no, I'm not. I'm not that pretty. Actually, I hate my nose. Actually, my butt's not big enough. Actually, I thought you like girls with bigger butts. I'm working on it. Mm. And I just wanted to say it because... When guys see you for the first time, they don't see any of that shit. Never. When they look at you 
for what you're presenting them with that day. And mm. yesterday, like now into this morning, since we went out last night, all I got was you had mad good energy. You and your friends had mad good mm-hmm. energy. That's all it was about. And if in that moment when the guys like whispered in my ear and was like, I think you're so beautiful, I said, no, I'm not. Yeah. Because Leanna knows before I went out, I was not feeling myself. Yeah. I literally was like, I'm just not giving. It's just mm. not giving. It was just a game. Mind you, it was giving all that it was And I wasn't give. feeling it at all. But they didn't see that. And so instead of me saying... Like how I felt internally about myself and putting it onto them, because now you're now you're bringing their energy down. Mm-hmm. Now they're looking for ways to boost you up when it's not their job. Yep, that's your job. You have to do it. And I used to go. I used to have this issue all the time. I'm still working on it. But I remember in uh, I had a great mentor. Shout out to Miss Thompson at Bolton Senior High School. But I had a great mentor, and she told me. She said, when people compliment you, all you have to say said no. No matter how you're feeling, thank you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't say, oh, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. No, be quiet and just say. Thank, Thank you. you. That's it. Thank them for the compliment. And even if you're not feeling that way, internalize it and realize, okay, yeah. maybe they're not seeing what I'm seeing. Because even in the communications class I took, I remember she would tell us all the time, no one else can see the nerves the way you can feel them. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. else can see your insecurities the way you can feel them. Yeah. So don't project those onto other people. Yeah. Another thing is projecting insecurities. Yeah. You are so worried about how you feel or how you how someone else might treat you. this is going back to exactly what you said too, but how someone else might treat you that you're kind of like either treating them that way or treating yourself that way. That's why that golden rule exists. That whole treat people the way you want to be treated. It's also like you have to teach people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. It's also, it's, it's not just treating others because sometimes they still don't understand it. You have to teach them. You Mm -hmm. have to let them know, you know, this is how I, this is the standard that I'm setting for myself. Mm -hmm. I want you to meet me there. When it comes to relationships though, like, it's really hard for me to not project when you've been through so much like baggage. And this is the honesty, I guess. Yeah. Okay. When you've been through so much baggage, it's like, damn, he moving funny though. I've seen somebody move like that and I don't trust it. Yeah. So it's hard. Like these are your insecurities. And that's why I, I laugh because you say you're talking to ladies, but it's the men too. It's like when a woman's being nice to you. It's not always for your money, bro. It's not always for your money, and it's not always to line you. Yes. Why is it that every time a girl's like, <laughs> meet up with me, I'm going to pull up on you, everybody's like, nah, I'm not going to do it because she's going to line me. She's you know what I'm saying? Up. Who is looking for you? You know what I'm saying? Oh, for our listeners who are not in New York, line means uh, get someone drunk. Word. But <laughs> it's so annoying. It's like not everyone's out to get you. Yeah. This is what I was talking about, the worriness that my mom had. These This feeling of like, oh, my God, this person's out to get me. It, relax, bruh. Some people are good people. Are good people. I know they're hard to find, but there are still some people who are good people in the world. So you don't have to worry about that. Like you can just sometimes you can just relax. And I understand it takes longer for people to understand that and trust people, but do it at some point. Because yeah. just because Tom, Dick, and Harry didn't do it in the past, right. don't mean Jason's not gonna do it. Right. Okay? Come on. And that's what brings me back to the book, The Courage to Be Disliked. Talk to him again, baby. Um, the book talks about being a good person and the choice to believe that the world is good. I don't remember verbatim what it's about, like what, what he says, mm-hmm. but basically it's that you try to change your mindset to thinking that people are out to get you and that the universe is good, that community is a good thing. So mm. you put goodness into the community. And at first you're like, why? Especially because if you live in America, then you know like we're a very individualistic society every mm-hmm. man for himself the best the best man wins basically and it's not about helping each other okay. anyway <laughs> um the point is what i'm trying to say is the book also emphasizes that if you were bad to every person that you met assuming that they're going to treat you badly then you automatically eliminate 
the option to like have a good community because you constantly assume that everybody's being bad to you. Mm. And so it makes you treat everybody as an enemy instead of as a friend. Mm. And so you start eliminating the pool of possible people that are going to be kind to you from jump. And I think that that's so important because we go into the world all the time thinking, what if I get into a car accident? What if somebody robs me? I'm a woman. What if I go out in a short skirt? Somebody's going to hurt me. Right. We don't, number one, that allow, that stops us from living our lives to the fullest extent. And number two, it makes us think that everybody's out to get us to the point where we don't let good people in mm. because we're always assuming that they're going to hurt us. Mm. And so read that motherfucking book. It yeah. doesn't say things exactly like that, but books, again, are what you take from it. And that's what I got from it. Look at, try to see people less as enemies and more so as friends. Mm. And that also will stop you from rejecting because if you stop looking at, again, ladies, I'm sorry, but if you stop looking at the next woman as a threat to the, like, the next man that you want, you would make friends. Yep. And little do you know, women want you to succeed. Like mm. when you are- Girls support girls. Yes. When I was out with Leanna yesterday, I literally said to her, I turned to her and I said, I never thought I would have such a great woman. <laughs> because- Say well, it again, because we can't hear your name. I, I never thought that, No, seriously, I never thought that I'd have such great friends. First of all, shout out to all my friends, y'all are all bad. Period. Bad bitches. One thing I will say as well, uh, y'all, this is a little side note, bad bitches don't wait in line. Cut the line when you're a bad Cut bitch. Cut okay? the line, Period. baby. <laughs> but all my friends are bad and they're all good people. All of, and I, that's why I can call them friends. Absolutely. I literally said this at my 21st birthday party. I stood on a couch and I said, I never thought I would have friends that all like are genuinely there for me. Mm. None of my friends say things like underhandedly to try to project and mm. then stop me from being successful in mm. whatever area it is. If it's men, if it's a job, if it's makeup, if it's skincare, none of it. And so try not to project. Yep. I don't really know how else like... And if someone else is, is projecting onto you, I, I would tell you learning to not take things so personally... Yeah will help you tremendously. And I know sometimes it's hard. You're talking... I'm, this is coming from the angriest person alive. <laughs> like, I may seem like a happy lucky. I used to be angry as hell. Once I stopped, I stopped and took a second and just realized, like, they are dealing with something in their own life. Yeah. And so they are being a shithead to me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Because sometimes you have to be people's punching bags. Mm -hmm. You don't have... Always. And it's not acceptable at all times. But if you have to be that punching bag for... Uh, that day, that person, whoever it is, it could be a, a driver in the street. It could be your own family. It could be your best friend. Just, it, you're more susceptible if it's your family or your best friend. But even that driver on the street, what are you going to do? Be angry for the rest of the day? Yeah. That's how I would be all the time. I would get so angry. If someone cut me off, I'd be like, Rah! like literally go crazy, bro. <laughs> I would get so angry. If someone pissed me off, like I had a bad customer, that shit would ruin my whole day. Yeah. And then I would realize, calm down, take a breath. Mm hmm they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're probably having a terrible day and so they're projecting onto you. Yeah. And even if they are a terrible person, they can go suck their mother. In order to combat projection within yourself, you have to learn to control your own emotions. And this requires a lot of inner work. And this is why we started the damn podcast to tell y'all about yourselves because <laughs> this is what we have to do. Like yeah. you, it's time for that internal evaluation to realize, hey, am I coming from a place of love or am I coming from a place of, you know what? I'm going to tell this bitch what to do because mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell I'm doing myself. Mm -hmm. Make it always have genuine intentions. Mm -hmm. And so in order to have genuine intentions, you have to be complete within yourself. In order to be complete within yourself, you need to learn 
how to control your damn emotions. And I'm controlling it right now. I'm, try- I'm, well, I'm learning right now as much as I can. But that's why I even signed up for therapy because I'm like, clearly I'm not doing a great job. So I need somebody else to tell me how to do this. Yeah. And if that's what it takes, take that step. If that's what it, it, if that's what you need, don't be afraid to do the work now. Because if you do the work now, later you'll thank yourself and everyone around you will probably thank you as well. Yeah, and even with combating, I think that was great advice. Um, if somebody's projecting onto you, Forget you projecting onto them. But mm. if somebody's projecting onto you, I know this sounds crazy and it's really hard. Kill them with kindness. Yep. Kill them with kindness. Yep. When they give you poor advice or when they're nasty to you, when they snap at you, when they... Mm, I'm really having flashbacks mm-hmm. right now. But when they snap at you and they're being disgusting to you, it's because something else is going on with them, as we said. Kill them with kindness. Don't be nasty back. If you need to say something in order to defend yourself because you're tired of being shitted on, that's fine. Speak on it and be like, you know, I really didn't appreciate the way you spoke to me. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for your delivery to be that way. But kill them with kindness. Don't match their energy. Mm -hmm. Matching bad energy just makes you a bad person. And that brings you out of character. And you never, ever want Mm -mm. anyone to let you get out of character. Mm -mm. Not worth it. Mm -mm. And so, as I was saying on Instagram... I had said, don't be a nasty person because you're having a nasty day. So don't allow somebody who's being a nasty person because they have nasty days to make you nasty. It's not necessary. Even breath work. Mm. Um, shout out to Linda DuVernay on Instagram. She does meditation, breath work. She does all of that breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Like when you're having a really rough day or somebody snapped at you, you just have to center yourself. Absolutely. That's my favorite thing to do, breath work. Just count Period. to 10. And I'm like, if you still feel angry after you just breathe, breathe yeah yeah breathe <laughs> if you're still feeling angry after you just count to 10 and breathe then you're allowed to be angry but if you realize that the situation is not as big as you're making it seem keep on going so if you're in your car right now driving to work or whatever the case may be focus on this today try to make that a goal that you don't let anybody who's having a nasty day affect you mm. and your energy and your peace and hopefully you guys will tune in Absolutely. and we'll be back on the next episode, episode. bye, bye. Come on, 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 come on,